On this Thanksgiving, we should all take a moment to be grateful for what didn't work out, for dreams that didn't happen, and for dreams that will happen, and for people in our lives or people that are not in our lives, and for times that were hard, that we overcame, or great times that are now or later or before, and, and feel it. Hello, and thank you for joining our podcast, Hope to Recharge, a show that is designed to bring hope, inspiration, motivation, and some practical tips to those that are battling depression and anxiety, and to those that are supporting loved ones that are going through the journey in this difficult time of depression and anxiety. I'm here to tell you, you are not alone, and we will live beyond depression and anxiety. We will share our stories one story at a time in a world of mental health together is better. I'm your host, Matana. Thank you for tuning in. Hello, everybody, and thank you for joining me here on this very, very, very special episode, Thanksgiving episode, Attitude of Gratitude Thursday. How appropriate is it to have an attitude of gratitude on Thanksgiving? I am so excited that I chose Thursday as my gratitude day. This episode is very special to me. And I was thinking, what do I want to do on Thanksgiving? What would I want to do? And I reached out to Heather Parody. She is my coach, my business coach in podcasting. She took me down the fear of getting my voice out there to actually production in two weeks. She's an unconventional leader and she's leading a tribe of unconventional leaders. She's the host of the podcast, Unconventional Leader, and she's a phenomenal human. She's a mom of two and her energy is something that attracted me to her years ago. She didn't even know about it. She didn't know that I was following her. When I was starting to think about podcasting years ago, I, her feed came up in my feed and I don't know why, but I know that it's my divine. And I started following her and I said, one day I'm going to learn from this woman. And when I was ready, I reached out to her on Facebook and I said, hi, my name is Matana Jacobs. I'm dreaming of starting a podcast. Can you guide me to somewhere that I can start learning on how to start a podcast? And she was the most gracious person and with the biggest smile. And she's like, sure, would you like to hop on a call and I'll try to help you? And I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm dreaming. So she really took me from zero to production in no time and to success. And I wanted to have her on this episode to share gratitude with her, to say thank you publicly. And for us to discuss how, as entrepreneurs and moms and podcasters, how we lead with gratitude. So I want to welcome Heather. Thank you so much for joining me here. You are so gracious and so kind. And I just want everybody to know who's listening. Um, I've told my husband this a million times, and I'm so excited that I get to tell a lot of poor people. But you don't just <laughs> preach gratitude. You really live it and you express it. And I've, I've told you this privately before. I work with a lot of different people and all of them are amazing, uh, but I've yet to meet anyone who's made me feel, I, I feel your appreciation and your gratitude, like the way that you constantly just say it and express it and show it. I've never experienced anything like it and it feels good, but also too, it's been really challenging for me as a, um, a business owner and a mom and a friend to be like, wow, this is what gratitude feels like on the receiving end. I want to show that the way Montana shows it to me. So thank you. Wow. I'm blushing. 
and I have chills. And I think my father and my parents would be proud of me because they really, really trained us that gratitude is the number one thing. Honesty and gratitude. I don't know which one comes before, probably honesty, but honesty was something that they really, really said that there is no way out, but gratitude is their pride. Yeah. And what's interesting too, is because like, it's weird you know, I, I work with you and like, I, I, I help you with your show and it's like, I'm doing what you pay me to do. But for you to be so grateful for it, it makes me want to even level up and do a better job for you because, and I don't know, I, I wanted to do a good job at the beginning, but then when you show gratitude, it's just like, wow, I really want to make sure mm-hmm. that I don't let her down. And I, I want to serve her and honor her more because it's just like this weird circle that I didn't really understand until I met you and I started working with you. It's just a beautiful thing. So I've learned so much. Thank you. Thank you. I want to just um, share about what I saw through following you before I even knew you. You were radiating like this in constant joy of being in the now. And you were very open about what's not working and what you want to do to improve. But you constantly said, I don't know if you remember this, because this is like years ago when you were starting your journey in podcasting, you were saying, it's okay to not be okay. It's okay to be here and it's okay to be messy and it's okay to learn along the way and to ask and be vulnerable. And it was something so comforting to me to join your tribe. And yeah. no wonder you called your your tribe unconventional leaders because mm-hmm. It's coming from that raw place of finding ourselves. Yeah. I just think in the online space, especially, and I mean, we're getting, whether you consider yourself an online entrepreneur or leader or whatever, uh, the truth is we're just, our lives are becoming more and more digital regardless. Mm -hmm. And and we're going to the the, the Mm -hmm. next 10 years, it's going to be crazy. And I think as a result of that, um, we're going to have to figure out how to bring more humanity into these spaces where people feel um, seen and heard and feel like it's okay to be a human and not mm-hmm. so plastic and digital and perfect. And so I think as our jobs as leaders is to put out good work, but also be very willing to make mistakes in front of people and and be honest about it. Yeah. And I think that that's what people like. They like seeing the messy, even though the pretty is so much more comfortable, but they associate with the messy and the difficult and and the trials and errors and owning up when we miss up and saying, I'm sorry and trying again. And, And that's what was something that was so, for me, the energy that you were putting out. I know I talk energy a lot and it's something that you also believe in and, and that's why it makes us a great team to work together on. Like we, we see eye to eye on a lot. And it was just something that gave me comfort. I didn't yeah. feel like I need to be perfect. And you gave me a sense that I could do it. You believed in me, which everybody shouldn't believe in somebody that wants to, to make their dream yep. come true. And it doesn't have to be the same dream that somebody else has or the same way. Just start dreaming and start implementing. And you really exactly. gave me that courage to, to breathe. And you said you could do it. And you broke down the steps. And I'm so, so so, so grateful, first of all, to God that brought me to you in a very backwards way. And he led me to find you and and for this incredible journey. And you know what I realized this morning as I turned on the mic for the Zoom call that we were planning? I'm like, how crazy is it that Thanksgiving is exactly six months mark from the day we started? Wow. Wow. Six months. Wow. Well, I mean, two there, there's a level where, yes, you needed to learn some steps, but you were willing to take action. 
and you act, I mean, and you haven't stopped. It's not like you took one step and started your show because I don't remember the statistic. I think it's, I think it's around 10 or 15 episodes. Most people quit. You're, you, I believe it was episode 52 that went out today or something yeah. like that. Yeah. 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 So, I mean, you only didn't just start, but you've t- put one step in front of the other and there's something to be said for that as well. So congrats to you. But it's really from the leadership. And it was one, uh, I was telling Ari this, I said, do you know what makes me show up? It's having a leader that believes in me. And it just shows how important it is when you build a tribe. Mm -hmm. If it's a family tribe, if it's Mm -hmm. a business tribe, if it's a movement for the greater good of the world, you need to believe in everybody else. And you need to really come with positive energy. And it is such an important lesson because we basically give the energy and they take it and build upon it. Yes. So it's such a, it was really an important lesson and you really, you cheered me on. You were my best cheerleader. And, and it was really, it's really so much fun. Not only great, it's fun working with you. I, by the way, if you can hear her accent, I spoke about this in the first episode. I love the accent. She's a redhead with full of life and spark. And it just, it's just been a pleasure. I want to give the audience a little bit of a background on you. I want you to talk about how you got into podcasting because you're really in the mental health world, which yeah. is really crazy. So give them a little bit of a background. Yeah. Well, so I went to school, you know, to be a therapist I, because I wanted to help people. I love people. I love just seeing people light up and succeed and overcome and all of that. So obviously psychology was just a natural fit for me because it, I remember I was actually in school to be a nurse and I took one psychology class and I was hooked. I was like, mm. this is the coolest thing I've ever heard in my life. Uh, so I switched my major like almost immediately and then, you know, got my master's in mental health counseling. Uh, but then around, you know, in grad school, I got exposed to the online space. And I really started getting so much personal value from content creators and podcast hosts and all that. I mean, it it literally changed my life because up to that point, you know, I knew that I knew things could change. But then when I started really diving into spirituality and, you know, positive psychology and self-help, I really believed things could change. Mm -hmm. And you can call me an optimist all day long. That's what I am. Um, I really believe in messages of hope and I believe that that's why I love the name of your show is, is there is hope. There is hope. There is hope for anyone who chooses to believe in it. I mean, it can be messy and it's going to be hard and it's going to be work, but there's always going to be hope. Anyway, while I was in school, I just really started, you know, exploring like, how can I contribute the most to this world? What what do I feel like is my greatest gift? And I just felt really drawn to the thing that spoke so much to me, which was um, online content and and putting out really amazing uh, shows and messages that people can listen to from all over the world. And I love the mental health space. But for me, I'm a very jumpy, energetic, like I want to talk to people all day long. And so sitting in a, in a room quietly uh, and talking like really deep, you know, (laughs) one-on-one, I was good at it and I liked it and I enjoyed it. But also too, I needed to add a little bit more variety in my day. Mm -hmm. And I felt like this was just a really unconventional way of spreading uh, these messages that I believed in creatively. And so I had a couple of job offers and I got my license and all that to go into therapy, but I really felt called to um, step away from that and and move the message online. And so for the past, uh, it'll be three years in December, 
I've been uh, building an online platform and an audience, spreading this idea of unconventional leadership and connecting with just amazing people, amazing people. And it's just, it's been interesting because I haven't ever announced or said like, hey, I work with people in the mental health field, but every one of the clients I work with, all the coaches I work with, all the podcasts I work with, everything, guess what? They're all in mental health fields. And I've never, ever, ever ever announced that or put that wow. anywhere out online, but all of it's just been attracted back to me. And it's been such a cool honor because I've been able to um, help people who are passionate about something that's so important, which is mental health and help them amplify that message and help mm-hmm. more people. Because you know, this not everybody has the um, ability to go to a, see a, a therapist or mm-hmm. have access to some of the things that we have access mm-hmm. to. So putting out content like what you do is so important because you know, when it's midnight and somebody's feeling all alone and they don't have anyone to reach out to, they can turn on hope to recharge or something like that and hear exactly what they need to hear and go on one more day. And so it's just been really cool to share those messages, to help people like you share those messages and uh, impact people this way. So what made you get into the podcasting? I didn't like to write. I hated writing. Talking is so much better. (laughs) So You're such a good writer. I'm not, but thank you. You are phenomenal. I had a blog for a few years and I wrote on that. Um, And then somebody brought up podcasting and I was like, you, I was like, I don't know how to podcast. I didn't even have an iTunes account, Um, but I'm, I'm the type of person that just starts things. And so I started a podcast and Googled how to do it all the way through and just figured it out. And I just, it just was really natural and I enjoyed it. So you're a good student. You're a go-getter. You have the passion. You have the dream. And I, and you know what? You're totally in the mental health space because I, I feel that everyone that's in your group is like, you're like their therapist. You're leading them. You're giving them power. You're empowering them. You're, you're helping them. You're taking away the fear. What does a therapist do? Give them clarity, yes. take away fear, put in systems into place for what works or doesn't work. And, and you're doing it to all of us as leaders. Leaders need therapy big time because we have broad shoulders, right? We have a lot going on in our lives and we have to make sure that we're doing it in the right way. So I think you are a therapist, but unconventional. Yeah. And that's what I think is so interesting about like the show, you know, that you host is what's so important for us as humans is to not feel alone and to feel like, hey, me too. I understand. This is normal. This is okay that you're going through this. And so the more people who are putting out their voice in the online space saying, hey, I've struggled with depression or anxiety or imposter syndrome or bipolar or mm. substance abuse or whatever these things are, the more we can bring it to light, the darkness will dis- dissipate, mm-hmm. you know, and that's got throwing it back to scripture. But I mean, like when you bring in a light into a dark room, um, the darkness flees. And so I think that's what's so cool about podcasting and online platforms is every time that you put out a show that says like, Hey, you know, I've struggled with, with this disorder. Someone else doesn't feel as isolated and alone. And that's where healing starts. Right. So you really are a therapist in the, in the podcasting leadership world. Because you also started a online group for podcasters, right? Yeah, we have uh, mastermind groups uh, for podcast hosts, um, and that's that's a lot of fun as well. And guess what? Most of them are mental health too. <laughs> and I've never. <laughs> What's never the mastermind called? Podcasting together. Oh, you see, together is better. That's it. Yeah. That's it. So, and what do you do on the mastermind? Do you go step by step? Yeah. So it's for people who are just starting off or who are normally in their first couple of years of podcasting. And really all it is, is there are workshops and uh, resources to 
help you start and grow your show. But most importantly, what I think is the best part of it is just the community. So I, I'm, a, I'm huge in mastermind groups. I love hosting groups because, you know, I can have a perspective and say like, hey, well, this is a really good thing, but you're going to have a completely different perspective. And it's not that one's right or wrong. It's just the more people and the more community we can build, the more holistic our viewpoint is going to be. Um, and we can all learn from each other, whether you're just starting off or you've been doing it for a couple of years. So hosting these groups where people can come in and say like, hey, how's your show going? What are some things that are working? What are some things that are not? Give honest feedback. Like how mm -hmm. valuable is honest? I mean, you've told me this before. Yeah. You've messaged me before. Yeah. And said, Heather, tell me the truth. Like, <laughs> is this good or is this right. bad? Being honest is so important. So collaborative groups like this is just invaluable because you're your best friend, you know, you're somebody who loves you, your husband, they're right. going to be like, oh, that's great. It's good. Right. You know, but people in your corner will be like, hey, level up. And not only that, they know what's working and not working. Like if I would, if I listen to any podcast, I'm like, oh, it's great because I'm a new podcaster, but somebody that's doing it for a few years can say, you know what, this is how you move it up a little bit. And this is how yep. you start your tribe. This is how you collaborate, whatever it is. It's the experienced ones yep. that can really give you the the feedback. I, I definitely want to join the group. I don't know why I never did. I want to join the mastermind. Join it. Yeah, I can't believe I did it. Maybe because I feel like I, I, I want you to my own space when my one-on-one -on -one coaching with you. So like, it's so valuable, but, but I'm on these other groups, but they're, they're sometimes they're phenomenal, but sometimes mm -hmm. they're too loud mm -hmm. and you need like something small and intimate and you know, who's responding and you know, they're trending and there's something very valuable about the small intimate group. I love one-on-one -on -one with you too. So you know, <laughs> we can always do that. Yeah. I'd like to take this opportunity to pause for a second and give a big thank you to our sponsor, BetterHelp.com. Have you been thinking of getting therapy for a while, but you live in a place that doesn't have therapist that meets your need? Or are they too expensive for what you can afford and you really want to get help and therapy? Or do you travel a lot and you can't access the therapist when you travel? Or do you come home from work and you're too, it's too late to go to an office for therapy? Well, BetterHelp.com is an online platform for therapy. You can access thousands of therapists and choose from the therapist that meets your need. Go to betterhelp.com forward slash hope to recharge. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P.com forward slash hope to recharge to receive your 10% off on your first month. Take charge of your wellness. Go try them out. They really try hard to match you up with the specific therapist that will meet your need. Don't wait to get help. Go now, betterhelp.com forward slash hope to recharge. You can access them from your phone, your tablet, your computer. You can be in your bed and you can receive your therapy you need. Don't wait longer. Heather, I want to talk about how gratitude helped you grow your tribe and what you do on a daily basis or weekly basis in your personal life, in your family life, in your business life. Yeah, yeah, I, I, I I love this topic because I want to, I want to speak to those who may be just starting off maybe in your first few years of your business or your platform or whatever it may be. It can be really discouraging because you're so passionate about what you do and your message that 
you know, you work really, really hard. And when it doesn't get the kind of response sometimes that you, that you want and right. that you envision, you're like, why? I know this is so good. And that's where gratitude comes in because you know how you were talking about, you know, you've been doing this six months and all these small changes. Well, what's carried you through these small changes, keeping gratitude, because otherwise you would get super discouraged and it would be easy to quit and to give up because instead of celebrating these small little things, these small little victories, your eyes would always be on like what's lacking. Mm -hmm. For me, I mean, I've been, you want to talk about like in the trenches, like clawing to make anything of my show and my business. I mean, it's been a very messy ride and looking at what is working and being grateful for even the few people at the very beginning who were paying attention and were listening to me gave me that extra bit of energy to to build and to grow the way it is. My, I say this all the time and I'll keep saying it, but Pat Flynn, he had uh, this, he said this once and I put it on my computer. It's a sticker that says every number is a human. Mm. And I know in the online space, you know, as content creators, um, you have a business, sometimes you look at a number and you're like, oh, I wish that number was higher. But then when we can put faces to each of those numbers and realize those are humans mm. who are giving you their time and their precious energy to listen to you and to consume your content. Yes, we want to grow. Absolutely. But first of all, I think it starts with being so grateful for even the smallest number that you see. Mm -hmm. And then what happens? You attract more, you create a space and an energy where more and more people come. And I've, I promise you, I've seen nothing but just growth and growth and growth with that attitude. Was it easy for you to acquire that gratitude? Was it something that you grew up with? I wouldn't say easy. I think it's, I think everything's like a continual practice. I honestly didn't start practicing gratitude. And when I say practicing gratitude, what I mean is I do a, a morning gratitude. I think you do something similar where you yeah. get up in the morning and you name three things you're right. grateful for. And it just started off of me cognitively thinking, what are three things I'm grateful for? And then I started learning about emotion. So then you want to put your emotion to those things that you're grateful for. So actually stopping and feeling the gratitude, not just thinking the gratitude mm -hmm. um, and then stopping and being more specific with it. Like there's like this, and I'm still learning, like I learned so much listening from you too on your show about how I can get better and better at it. Um, but I think the very beginning was probably in grad school when I was studying therapy, because that was one thing they taught us over and over again with our clients is the importance of gratitude and teaching them gratitude. Um, but it was the first time that I had been introduced to it myself. Mm, yeah. I didn't know that. It's so there, they, so they prove there's a ton of research, but I didn't know that they teach it, that therapists should implement it with their clients. Yeah. All therapists have like a different, what they call theoretical orientation. So they have different approaches to the way they, they give therapy, but a lot of them have mindfulness and gratitude and these kind of more um, holistic approaches um, in them. And I think it's going to become more and more and more popular over the next several years because more research is being done on how, it, how powerful it is. What do you think changed it? It's, it? It is definitely an explosion in the last 10 years on gratitude and every year it's just exploding more and more. Is it that, that what's not working is really not working and they need to shift into what is working organically and yeah. gratitude is something that we can each each and every one can of us can acquire? It's like so easy to acquire. Is that what it is? Or there's just more research on it? I think technology and research has been the catalyst for it. But what's interesting, and I'm sure you've heard this too, um, you know, 
there's a lot of people coming, coming against to like the more mindful approaches and stuff like, Oh, this new stuff, you know, this mindfulness, this yoga, this gratitude, mm-hmm. but this is timeless stuff. Like this is, these are hundreds of hundreds of hundreds of years old. Um, I don't remember. <laughs> right. Like it, It's been the beginning of time throughout history that these practices have been in place. So it's really that they're just becoming, they're catching fire now. And I think that's because of technology, because we're able to share, you know, like stuff like podcasting and stuff like practices and how it benefits. And also to research is looking at it more. And then we can share research through the online platforms. But I just think it's super interesting because I don't know if you've heard this, but I've got had so many people kind of act like it's a new approach <laughs> when it, it's it's the oldest approach that we have and we're just now able to kind of share it, you know. Oh, that's interesting that it's basically going viral and everybody's sharing their experiences versus in the past they were practicing it, not as many because the literature wasn't so exactly. broad. But now they, we could practice it together and share our experiences and, and basically feed off each other. But I do get, I, I'll tell you what is for me, one of the hardest things, especially when people call me about their challenges. And I speak to so many people about their challenges and they say, what should I do? And I said, if there's one thing you should start with, it should start with your gratitude. Like they're like, I need a psychiatrist. I need a therapist. I need this. I need that. Yes, you need, you need a lot. But something that you, when people say, I don't have money, I don't, I can't get out of bed. Gratitude, you could do for free from anywhere Mm -hmm. whenever you're ready. And Mm -hmm. it, and it works. It's guaranteed it works. Now the guarantee is not that it works the way you want it to work because different stuff come up along the way. But gratitude is, I feel the key to everything. But I find that a lot of people disregard it. And it's so, it's so sad to see because it's such a powerful tool. And it's kind of like, I don't want to, I don't want to hope for nothing. Like, I don't want to use this tool. And they're just like, they're too scared to, to think that, that really great things can come from gratitude, like false hope, maybe type of thing. I think, I think people are afraid of the simple answers and I don't understand why, because even in fitness, like my husband's in the fitness industry. And fitness is fairly easy. It's just some very basic concepts at the foundation, but people resist that so much. And, I, and we talk about it all the time of why are the most simple, practical answers the ones that we resist? And I don't know if there's like a pride element to it. We're like, it must be more complicated than this. Or maybe it's we, we too know good how to be true. Yeah. Or maybe it's too good to be true and it can't be. And I'd rather not waste my time and energy. Or well, what if I'll be disappointed? You, you have an episode on neuroplasticity. I don't remember the guest's name. Um, I'll make sure it's linked up in this one. But I mean, that actually breaks down the science behind, uh, you know, positivity and gratitude and how it actually rewires your brain. And so there's literally no excuse not to, to disregard it because Google it and you're going to have tons and tons of research and articles that back it up. And again, the link to your episode will be linked down below. Yes, yeah, Selena. She's phenomenal. Yeah, yeah. And even my psychiatrist, um, Dr. Parker, was very into mm-hmm. gratitude. One of the first things that he told me when when I entered depleted and about to end my life. And I said, if you don't give me meds, I won't be able to continue. And he said, listen, it's not only about the meds, you have to shift your mindset. And it has to be with um, yoga, meditation and gratitude. It's like a key, key to wellness. And it was very refreshing to hear it from the medical world, not just the holistic world. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Heather, do you ever have a story of gratitude that you want to share with the audience of something that was like really jaw dropping? Hmm. I know I'm putting you on the spot here. 
I don't know if I have like a story per se, but I will say that um, my kids, I think, have taught me so much about gratitude than I could have ever even dreamed of because they're so, they're so, I don't want to say the word simple, like in a demeaning way. I mean, simple just in like the most practical, raw, 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 right in your face type stuff of like what you're grateful for. Because, you know, one thing we've been practicing with them is just, you know, at the beginning of the day saying, what is something you're looking forward to today? What is something that you're going to be grateful for today? Just to kind of set that tone. And the things that come out of their mouth is just so beautiful. And And simple, like just authentic, simple things like, I'm going to wear my new boots today, or I'm going to play in the, in the rain. If it rains in Atlanta, I don't know if it rains in Atlanta. Oh, sure. Yeah. (laughs) You know, they often, Lucy often says, you know, just my family, my mom and all this stuff. And it just like, you know, you're grateful for the people in your life. But then when you hear them say that, it just really reminds you of just like, wow, so grateful for our loved ones. Cause it's something that we take for granted. Right. I know I do all the time. And so, yeah, I think if you're, um, if you're looking for gratitude, ask the, ask the little person, find a little person and ask them what they're grateful for. And it's just going to open up so much for you. Yeah. When we started playing it with Kate, with my Tifera, my daughter, she loves the game. She's very dynamic. We call it the gratitude game at dinner. She's super dynamic. And she's like, so ask me more. So, cause we go into who, what, when experiences, tastes, color, feelings, all these things. And she loves like going deep into it. And she really gets there. Like she gets to think and it's usually the most sweetest answers. Yeah. So the little ones really, really, the older ones get like a little bit funny about it and they try to be weird, you know, awkward because they're still trying to figure out their gratitude and what they're grateful for and what is gratitude. Because as you said, it's a feeling. You have to bring the yes. feeling into it, which is, I think, an advanced step. Mm-hmm. Like you, you, And the feeling, once you practice it often without the feeling, the feeling keeps coming naturally. I have yeah. um, a group that we're a part of that every morning I post a gratitude saying, I try to post it by 7 a.m. and everybody posts five things that they're grateful for. (laughs) And one of my constant things that I keep on repeating is the feeling that I'm feeling great. Because when you know the feeling of not feeling great and just feeling that icky feeling inside and just being like waking up in the morning and just having a full heart of joy for no reason, but just because you're okay, not because anything major happened, but just because you're noticing and you're present and to be able to be present in the good is such a gift for me. For me, it's a gift and I never treasured it before my depression. Yeah. To me, experiences traveling to China or sleeping in Australia or being with my friends or something like that, that was a moment of gratitude, which is very nice. But I wasn't able to be. Yeah. And that the idea of waking up and being just being happy and feeling, it's a feeling that just takes over is the greatest gift. And that comes with gratitude. It's not something that, oh, I'm lucky to have it. I acquired it because I worked hard. It's like a muscle, like those that, like your husband, he does the push ups and the bar and the, and all that. He's acquiring the muscle, not because he's taking any meds or anything. It's because he's working hard for it. And the gratitude is the same thing. Suddenly you start feeling a shift, feeling. And it it affects the way you look at the world. And I've noticed this with you is you see people in their light. 
You really do. Like every part, because I mean, I, I hear all of your interviews. I mm. hear you talk about people all the time and you always are like, they are so awesome. They're so great. This person, I mean, you see everybody like in a super positive light and that's very uncommon. And I, I haven't reached that level yet. That's the level I want to get to where every person you interact with, you know, no matter who they are, no matter where they're coming from, you see them in their their light. And that's the only way I know how to describe it. And I believe that's because of your gratitude practice. But I think you're wrong that you don't have it, but that's okay. We're all very <laughs> critical of ourselves, but thank I you for know. the compliment. But I think you do have it. But I really, I get inspired by different humans and, and their journey that they have. It's an inspiration. I get like a moment of like, wow, look yeah. where they came from. Look what they did. Look what they accomplished. And it doesn't have to be climbing Mount Everest. It could be the smallest thing of a challenge that with whatever they had in their life, they and they made something out of it. It just inspires yeah. me. Like yeah. I feel like I gain from them. That's why I'm excited about it. But I, I I want to take this moment and thank you. Thank you, Heather. By the way, Heather is my editor, so she listens to every single podcast. I don't know how she does it, but she's my most loyal listener because she has to. <laughs> and she always has a compliment to say about something about my podcasting episodes or whatever. And, and I want to thank you publicly for holding my hand, for believing in me, for trusting me, for not giving up on me, for always showing up with a smile, for making it so simple for even dummies like me to podcast. Oh, and, and no, I'm very not tech savvy. And you didn't say, oh, it's not a big deal. You understood my fear. You came into my space of my fear and you said, okay, let's work this out. And this is a lesson that I want everybody to take from Heather. Don't minimize, just because you know something and you're good at something and you have it down pat, don't minimize others' ability of not doing it so easily. And, yeah. and I'm going to bring you back to gratitude just because I practiced it for many years. For many years, I didn't know how to do it. I'm not minimizing. I just, I'm empowering everybody to, to start practicing. But I really want to thank you for, for being in my life for the last six months on a personal level in the last two years when we didn't know each other and for showing up and for showing me what it's like to be an unconventional leader, for being a role model in health in health and fitness, in entrepreneurship and motherhood, in just a human kind of way. And I, I'm so grateful that God put you in my life and we can go through this journey together. We don't know where it's going to end. We have no idea. And I want to give you a blessing that just like you gave me so much joy and so much um, sense of accomplishment and giving from this podcasting. May you be able to continue empowering others and helping others to be the leaders of whatever they want to do and to shine their light because everyone has a gift. Every single human being has something to give to this world and you can be their cheerleader and you can be their coach and you can be their just their, their little fairy telling them you could do it. You could do it. So thank you, Heather. And I really, 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 I'm forever grateful. Oh, see, that's what I'm talking about. You're so kind. <laughs> thank you. That made, that literally made my day. I really appreciate it. And um, on this Thanksgiving, because this is publishing on Thanksgiving. We should all take a moment to be grateful for what didn't work out, for dreams that didn't happen, and for dreams that will happen, and for people in our lives or people that are not in our lives, and for times that were hard that we overcame or 
great times that are now or later or before and and to really take a moment with the turkey be grateful for the turkey and if you're vegan be grateful for the string beans be grateful for these amazing things that go into our bodies our minds our souls and and feel it take it to the level that heather takes it to of feeling the gratitude Heather, what, do you want to share something before we leave and say goodbye? I know this isn't necessarily on the on the topic of gratitude, but just using what you've built over the past six months as an example, that if there's something that keeps coming up in your heart over and over and over again, and you've been pushing it back, to really lean into it because I believe it was put there, uh, I believe by God, to, mm -hmm. to execute on. And so I just want you to use this uh, testament to what, you know, Montana's built over the past six months as encouragement to you that if there's something that you're waiting because you're like, oh, I don't know enough or I'm not ready or whatever, that action creates clarity. And mm -hmm. the more and more action you take, that road is going to be paved for you and you're going to see the next step and you're going to see the next step. And we just have to trust that something greater is pulling us and leading us and guiding us. And all we have to do is show up and trust. Yes. And, and ask for help. And ask for help. <laughs> And ask for help on what's not clear and don't say I can't do it because help is everything. We should do an episode, Find Your Heather. <laughs> Find Your Heather. Anyway, everybody, thank you for joining us here on our milestone of six months of podcasting. Exactly six months. I think it's so by design that my six month mark came out on Thanksgiving and I'm recording it with Heather. That took me from zero to success. Wow from dream to, to actually production. Yeah. And um, thank you for joining us on this journey of breaking the stigma and increasing gratitude and creating hope and creating a space for mental health awareness and for trying to stop the pain as much as pain will be there, but like to take yeah. the pain a little bit away or to give more clarity on it and to try to find a road to recovery. Thank you and happy Thanksgiving, everybody. Happy Thanksgiving. Ha happy Thanksgiving and check Heather out. Wait, we, where can they find you? Yeah. Beautiful, beautiful Heather. <laughs> yeah, so I'm on all social media platforms at Heather Parody, and then the show is Unconventional Leaders. And she interests, she, she really has like the most interesting interviews with people and she's always on LinkedIn. Like I think she, right. You have like a, a constant LinkedIn interview to meet people. Cause yeah, we just, did that over that. We did that over the summer. We had a LinkedIn show. Um, but yeah, it was good. Yeah. So she finds really the unique people, the interesting people, the unconventional leaders, and she brings us the story behind them. So go check out the podcast because it's really, really a cool podcast and always inspiring. Thank you, Heather. Thank you for being here and bye till next time. Thank you for joining us and taking the time to listen. I really appreciate it. Please hit the subscribe button so you can hear further episodes. If you are listening to us on iTunes, please leave feedback and ratings below. Let us know if there's any topic that you would like to hear from us in the future. Bye till next time.